Forward Podcast, yeah. Yeah, man. Love this intro. If you've never listened to Thomas Dolby, you really need to. It's a tune called Dissidents. So cool. Felt like a bit of a dissident. Responding to... uh, the women's national team roster for the World Cup. I think we're going to be fine. It's a great roster. But I do have a couple of questions. (laughs) Nothing to be upset about when it comes to last week's match here with racing. Great win. Uh, I don't want to brag, but I played drums at two games and we've scored five goals and not conceded. Just saying. (laughs) Sorry. Louisville City with a point in Phoenix. Anyway, <laughs> what penalty? I love this part. Anyway, we're going to get out of here before the lyrics start. Sorry, Thomas. Anyway, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Joseph Valla. I'm the host of the Center Forward Podcast, podcast that is dedicated to professional soccer here in Louisville. That would be Louisville City FC and Racing Louisville, as well as our men's and women's national teams and any other soccer topic, or maybe not a soccer topic that we choose to opine on. Hopefully you're doing well. Recording this on 6-23, June 23rd, uh, the the, uh, evening before, two big matches. Louisville City at home against Vegas. We really need to get a result against that team. And then racing uh, down against North Carolina. Man, a result or maybe even a win against them. How cool would that be? Talk about getting uh, getting the bus rolling. That would be great. Anyway, hopefully you're doing well, and uh, hopefully you will enjoy this show. We are on iTunes, Amazon, Podbean, and Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share the love. Well, there you go. That was sultry, wasn't it? Here we go. Five tings. That's right, folks. Who's ready for the fastest three minutes at NWSL slash USL slash men's and women's teams national coverage? This is the only place in the universe you're going to get this. A yo shot fair special. Soprano. Anyway, here we go. Number five, make it now. What am I talking about? Oh, please, just get Deadpool 3 out to us. <laughs> did you all hear it? Look, first, Deadpool's my favorite character in, in the Marvel Universe, right? And did you hear that they're going to go ahead and introduce the multiverse? Come on, man. The cameo possibilities here with all the Deadpools and all the Wolverines and whoever else they're going to bring into this thing. Oh my gosh, I so can't wait for it. Anyway, number four, your excuse is not acceptable. Who am I talking about? Oh, Casey Stoney. <laughs> He's San Diego Sky Coach. <laughs> I'm reveling in this. I'm sorry. Our players cannot play. Well, my player, my star player, she has a, she may get hurt on the pitch. The other players we don't care about, I guess, while she was off at a concert. You wanted to give her the night off. You sounded like a moron, and you got fined for it. Good for you. I have no problem with that. We'll talk about it. Number three, I'm not worried, but <laughs> I still think we have the best roster. Okay, I think the women's national team, it's a loaded team. They're, they're definitely the favorite to win this. But our captain is hurt. <laughs> and I have a couple of questions about choices, uh, specifically in the attack. Um, I don't know. We're definitely going to talk about that. Number two, depth perception matters. I'm saying depth perception with air quotes, like with my fingers. (laughs) Louisville City, uh, you want to talk about depth with this team, getting a point in Phoenix uh, with so many injuries. 
And then depth perception visually. How on earth did that official call that a penalty? We know what we're talking about here. Maron. Anyway, we're going to move on. Number one, moving right along. Racing, getting it done at home against Gotham. Solid win, solid three points. I mean, we've been asking for that, haven't we? With, uh, you know, the draws that we've had, so on and so forth. Man, oh, man. It was it wasn't the uh, it wasn't the most technically clean performance, but they they got the win. Some great individual performances, and 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 now right on the doorstep of not just getting into the playoffs, but come on, making some moves here because we still got plenty of games left. It's going to be all about the depth of the team. Talk about depth anyway. There you go, folks. Did you enjoy that? That was five things. If you enjoyed that, kick back, grab a drink, put your feet up, take a break. My timing was off a little. Sorry. I'm worth the price of admission. <laughs> anyway, there you go, folks. Hope you enjoyed that. That was five Covering the vocal spectrum with that. Here we go. Joey Cecil. All right, folks. Another episode of the Center Forward Podcast with Joey Cecil, who had another, uh, another trip on an airplane this week. <laughs> Joey, how are you? It was another 16-hour travel day, but that was almost the time with both flights in my time where I was. Yeah, man. Not like a single travel instance. Right, right, it right. Was just right. A, it was a quick sprint of a trip to D.C. and back. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, I still feel like I'm moving. <laughs> well, hopefully it went a little better than your last It was smoother, debacle. but it was, just, it was just dreary weather there like it is here. You're just yeah, like, man. And apparently it was the first time it rained there in three months. And I just really? went, really? No shit. Yeah, perfect timing. Perfect yeah, timing. That's crazy. You know, going to talk on behalf of my treatment device that doesn't like water. Yeah, man. Uh, perfect timing. And that's why you perfect went out there. Perfect timing. That's why you went out there, right? Yeah. Yeah, yes, sir. So always a good time doing that, getting that opportunity. But, man, I am traveled out. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Um, what, what, what I'm not out of is discussing local area <laughs> soccer. Yeah, man. And soccer in general. <laughs> that's a good lead. So, uh <laughs> You know, Louisville City had a game on the road at mm. Phoenix. Yep. Uh, made some changes. Oscar, mm. Elijah, Ray, and Enoch. Mm. Uh, opening goal, though, went to Phoenix. Open open back post header. Just yeah. wide open. Elijah was the yeah. man called out. Yes, he was. Uh, 40th minute, though, we, we strike back. Dia gets taken down in the box for a clear penalty. Mm-hmm. Let's keep that phrase in mind. Right. Clear penalty. Yeah. Uh, who played the pass to Dia? That's a that's that's not your trivia question tonight. I just want to see if you remember. Trying, who to Dia wasn't it? Uh, um, I don't remember off the top. Is your magic man this season? Ma- uh, Tellefson. Yeah, Tellefson. Tellefson released him behind the back line, uh, and then just Sean Tosh scored a penalty. I mean, does it ever get boring? I know, and it's just it, he's so calm about it. Yeah, you know, it's like, not like, he doesn't go high and and fast or anything. No. He just places them yeah the execution is just it's and i, it's I can tell you they're not all the same like no. he does not have a tendency nope, nope. So, so yeah it just, it's getting it's getting real boring right and i t- i tweeted out i was like if anybody ever says anything bad about Sean tosh i'm coming over your house and eating your goldfish <laughs> i'll go over and do worse <laughs> Jeez, man. I mean, the guy, i'm the one they don't tell you about no nah, dude i'm telling you that's just it, it he's he's yeah. phenomenal he really is but there was some disrespect coming his way later in this match. Uh, early second half, Dylan Marez gives us the lead. Yeah, Great man. left-footed shot from just outside the box. I, mm-hmm. And this is what we were expecting of him. Yeah, man, he was on for what? When we signed him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that You know, that's kind of what we were expecting to get out of him. Yes, more sir. Of those type goals and performances. Yep. 
yeah. before Sean Toch got disrespected, he saved us off the line in the yeah. 62nd. But, I mean, that's just normal for him now. Actually, you know? I think that's when I tweeted it out is when he did that. I was just like, yeah. you got to be kidding me. I mean, it's just that's that, that's why he'll be one of the first numbers retired if we ever do that. Right, right, right. You know? Uh, 71st minute saw one of the worst calls I've ever seen in my life. So, for those who didn't see it, Amadou Dia is called for a penalty for a handball. Let's define this. The ball does contact his hands slightly and inadvertently. Yep. But it was clearly outside of the box. It wasn't even close. I I still don't understand how this guy saw that. Saw what he saw. I don't. I, I, I... For the life of me, you you sit there and you wonder did, if the if there was no way the official could have if he was close enough. There's no way for him to tell to not notice that he wasn't in the box, which yeah. means he made that call where he couldn't see it clearly. Which means yeah. why are you yeah. making the call? Yeah, you know. I mean, the, the the only thing to defend him, which I don't even want this to be construed as a defense, right? Is that they both ended up in the box. Yeah. But clearly, the play the play was initiated right. outside. Right, that's what I'm the saying. Box. There's no way to be. Where's close. his right. Where's his linesman? Well, that's the whole point. Is it's it seemed like I mean I tried to look back at it a couple times, and it it looked to me, and I could be wrong, but it looked to me like he was fairly convinced he was right. Oh yeah, he and didn't I'm hesitate. Like, I'm like, well, but but, no. this, but then I wonder, <laughs> I, w- I wonder, where's this linesman? I know exactly. Was he supposed to be right there? Right, because Dio was the furthest man back. Right. Right, right, where's, right. Where's he on this? And and in a season of bad calls, this one that's that's the bad. winner for me so far. So far, yes, both leagues. Yeah, you know they get the Razzie for refereeing. Unbelievable. So far, moment. And then that led to Phoenix getting an undeserved equalizer. Yep. Uh, and then seven minutes later, another penalty is called. Jeez, Louise. Tosh goes to ground in the box. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're calling between those two, it looks slightly more like a penalty. But the Phoenix player also found a trampoline nearby and launched himself, dude. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. It was just. It, it was two jokes. I jo- mean, there were people that were trying to make an argument for this second one, and we were talking. It at least looked more like a penalty. It looked than the more first like because it was in the box. But I, every time I've watched this, Joey, it looks. Look, to me, and I'm trying, and I. Everybody knows. I try not to be biased. I mean, we all have our bias, but to me, it looks like Tosh doesn't initiate any contact whatsoever. And the yeah. guy's kicking his leg into Sean's. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. And to me, yeah, yeah. my interpret that my understanding of the rules is that, that no, that's not a penalty at all. If no. it happened the other way around, I'd be saying the same thing. Where if you go yeah. back and you look at the, the penalty that we received, our idea is clearly clipped. It, it you know, yeah. he does drag his leg a little bit. So in both contexts, in in context of both fouls, both the offensive players drag their leg. But in mm-hmm. in in our issue. Our guy is hit in the in the in the second half. Their guy initiates the contact. No, that's yeah, not a penalty. No. I, well, I mean, and 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 what I meant was it just looked more like a penalty, just simply because it was actually in the box. Right, 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 right. That's true. Whatever totally, happened was totally, in the box. Totally, totally. That's it. Right. But you know, Simla saves because the ball doesn't lie. You're not going to get screwed twice like that. Right, right. That was that was a hell of a save. Too. <sighs> so really overall, was. just such an undeserved draw. Yep. This is one of the few times I'm going to say this was a win that was stolen. Right, right. You know? Uh, yes, this is the first one, Joey, I've said this, you know, how many times have I said this on the show? I'm not big on I'm not big on blaming losses on officials. No, this but was taken away. In this instance, we should, have, we should have gotten the three points. Now, it was 12 versus 11. Right, exactly. Was, and, yeah. I didn't, yeah. There were a couple things in this. Elijah didn't look healthy the whole game. 
you know, they yeah. took him out in the 60th. So I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping he's okay. He's um, on the uh, injury report for this week. Too. Right. So I, I'm, so I'm wondering if he started that game a little gimpy or, you know, it Maybe. happened during the game, but he struck. And, you know, we rarely, if ever, see Elijah making terrible mistakes. I mean, or making bad mistakes or anything like that. He struggled on sure. that goal. That, you know, he has to accept that. But, yeah. you know, he pretty much struggled the whole match. He didn't feel look, look like he was 100%. Yeah. And I, we've never said that about him, ever, ever. Sure. You sure. Know, he's such a, he's sure. a class player. Well, and also, just this year, he just hasn't taken that next step yet. Right. Right, you right, know? right. So. And then, um, well, Phoenix, especially the first half. I mean, that first 15 minutes, Joey, we were horrendous. It was yeah. a, it was a train wreck. Yeah. It was an absolute disaster. And and then finally we start playing ourselves into the game. Thankfully, for you know, Phoenix wasn't exactly executing on all cylinders either. My understanding is they had a couple injuries and for the mm-hmm. most of the first half, you know, we their advantage was because we were not playing well. Sure. And uh you know, that was uh that was my biggest concern uh is, you know, once but once they played themselves into the game, I thought they looked okay. Um but the, and then Semla is to me this guy's pretty damn good. <laughs> if, oh yeah. If he's our long-term solution, uh, I got no problem with this. I think I think the, the only thing the only thing he's got to work on is having more awareness. Sure. What I mean sure. by that he is he gaffed a couple times. There's no doubt well, about it. Well, not just that, but like when he wants to sweep or keep and come exactly. out and all that. There's got to be some more awareness, there, and that's just going to come with time. Exactly. Um, exactly. But yeah, that's his only downside right now. Right. You know, is getting that worked out. And considering we had so many injuries, they still played, you know, at times they played okay and they played passable enough to win the match. Sure. So that's sure. a positive, man. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. and granted, the first 15, 20 minutes, I, I was looking at this, I'm like, who the hell am I watching? And then, you know, you, you figure in, you're trying to figure out, like, you know, the week before, is a lot of changes, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they played themselves into the game and, and you know, should have gotten three out of it because that, that that calls those both of those calls. I had massive. Certainly the first one. The second just, one you can have a conversation just, about, but the first one is. But just, it's, it's it just show. further reinforces. Yeah, man. How bad officiating is in this league? Absolutely. I just you know, and it, it shouldn't continue to shock us, but it does. Right. Anyway, they so, did, they did play another game. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they did play another game in a historic game, first international friendly in team history against Kaiser Slaughter. Yeah, uh, I love the uh, the uh, initial FCK. Yep. Yeah. Which, Love that so much. Uh, also, you know, we were t- we were kind of going back and forth. What would the lineup look like for this? A midweek yep. friendly, and it was a pretty strong starting lineup. Yeah, it was. I mean, only real non-starters were, uh, you know, Owen Dam, Quasimai, Martin Powell's, Fondes gets his first appearance of the season in goal. Right. Uh, we actually took one nothing lead. Enoch opened the scoring. Uh, hopefully, that gets him going. Dude, he finally put one on frame. Yeah, it was a great finish too. I mean, he wandoed last week, and and this week it was it was an excellent finish. It's one of the be- his best one this year. Well, it was about his only one, one this year. No, couple. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, you know FCK they get two first late first half goals by Terrence Boyd, former U.S. Men's National Team player. Yeah, man. Uh, to get the win, Boyd's mm-hmm. first where he headed the ball in after having fallen down. Yeah, that was a That's- great. That Just. was unbelievable. That <laughs> second goal was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. yeah. Utterly yeah, yeah. Oh, ridiculous. Yeah. Also, man. you know, I had to miss the game because that's when I was in D.C., but right. it looked fun with the downpour and okay. everything else going on. We drummed right through it. Never stopped. Yeah. Uh, got some caps for Academy kids. Mm-hmm. Always a nice yes. touch. Uh, Niall made his first appearance in a fortnight. Yep. Uh, that's always a great comeback. Um, also, great away support and section. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have for the Kaiser my, Slaughter That's fans. my first note. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that was fantastic to see. Yeah, it really was. Their supporters were very cool. 
It's great yeah. to see that kind of support. And they were classy from what I understand. You know, they, they cheer their team on and they, that, that's what they're supposed to do, right? That's what yeah. we're all there for. But And, you know, this game, this game wasn't about the result. No. Just a moment. No. It's a great moment for the franchise. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, everything went off great, mm-hmm. minus the weather. Right. So, yeah, that's all I got on that game. Uh, you know, I haven't been there. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I, we had a great time. Okay. It's, there's something about, you know, we were playing and whatever, but there was no pressure on us. You sure. know, you know what you're up against. You know what we're dealing with since we have a match coming up on in, in three days. So, you know, it's, you know, the, their emphasis is going to be on a couple of other things. Yeah. Seeing two injured players that we desperately need on this squad get some time was, phenom- was phenomenal. And, 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 and Manny at times, really, he, sh- he stood out a couple times, mm-hmm. as very competitive against them. Several of the players did. Um, all the caps we talked about. Uh, and uh, But let me tell you, the biggest thing I got out of this game, Joey, found is is not a backup keeper. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Yeah. That second half, it easily could have been 5-1. Easily mm-hmm. could have mm-hmm. been 5-1. He made three massive stops. You know, th- yeah. this, he, I was, he's I was not a backup keeper. Sub- He's I was not. very surprised they've decided to have three keepers. Yeah, I, I, I really thought they would have loaned him out. Yeah, I, this is you just know? how he's not playing. I mean, I tell you what, that must that shows you how much they must think of Semla. Yeah, to keep Founders yeah. on the bench because Joey he was well, he was tremendous in this match, and not just that tremendous. we forget this. Danny Danny was the keeper on this team that led mm-hmm. them to the title game last year. Mm-hmm. Right, it's yeah. not just like we forgot about exactly. Him. He, he's had a reputation. I'm right. still very shocked. He's still here. Yeah, I, I don't see us being able you know? to hold on to all three of them after this year. Oh, no. Heavens no. Yeah, Heavens I just no. don't see it. And then um, I tell you what, seeing those kids running around out there, Joey, there was a couple of the subs. Dude, they are high school kids. Compared mm-hmm. to, and they're going up against these. Let me tell you, the, the, the uh, Kaiser Slauden, whatever the hell the name of the teams. I'm sorry. I, I suck at pronouncing the names. You want to talk about looking like their kids were playing. It was like a father-son game a couple times. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> they were big. That team had a lot of size. And more than we're used to in this league and uh, in USL. And seeing these kids, and literally, I'm calling them kids because they're kids. But they kind of the look like kids. Yeah. And you see yeah, them running yeah. around out there. And it's, it, it, I'm not saying it was funny, funny in, in a ha-ha, make fun of sense. It was just kind of funny to see them putting that kind of effort in against, you know, you know, in, in a good manner as far as having uh, academy kids play mm-hmm. against quality players like that. I mean, you know, these are players that are a one tick away from, you know, Bundesliga quality. All right. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's what we were yeah. up against. And at times. Well, and, and certain, also, mm-hmm. Well, you also look at it this way. Like this is preseason for the, for the yes, German players. Exactly. For these academy players, this is a showcase moment. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. That's what I was thinking you before know, the game. This yeah, is their chance. You do something in this game right. that catches Danny's eye. Right. You're an injury away from making the 18. Or, Joey, take it one step further. You do something that somebody else on that on, on their team notices. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Sure. And And sure. then, you know, somebody mentioned your name after the game because there were a couple of good performances. Uh, I and you know it was just it was a it was a fun night it was a, the way it ended the way we all expected it to but there was times we really looked good against them and i know that's their preseason but at the same time we're thinking about maintaining our health too yeah oh yeah and they handled themselves they handled themselves professionally struggled in the second half i mean they subbed in a bunch of guys in the second half that are normally players for them and we're down to like three play, no two players left that were available from the regular roster so you know of course they were fatigued and you know they and they pulled Couple guys in the 70th minute, and we'll see. You know how that hand, how we deal with that uh, against Las Vegas tomorrow, or yeah, because today's Friday. Yeah, that's but the last note I had. Yeah, it was we a good get night. Vegas tomorrow night, worst team in the league. They can't lose this game, Joey. 
you say that, what? But our track record against bottom feeders from out west has been I know. atrocious. I know. Also, I know. speaking of the injury report, Jorge is officially out. Yep. Brian and Manny are questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you got to get a win tomorrow night, not just for the team, but right. also it's the they're going to do a pregame send off mm-hmm. for one Joshua Winder, which is awesome. Um, since he will be leaving next week. Yeah, man. Um, I hope I, I know the I know they're doing shirts for Pride and such. Right. They should also have Kleenex do a sponsorship. Uh, <laughs> yeah, give out man. some some of those tissue bags pregame. Uh, it's yeah. It's, it's it's I don't think it's really set in yet that I, mm. he's about to disappear. I hung out with mom and dad a few minutes before the before the Wednesday match, and you could just see how proud they are. And, you know, oh, of both of all their kids. You know, and it's just it's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah, and I really wish him the best, and I hope. We both do that. Everybody does that. This door stays open for some of these younger kids that are coming up. So we'll see what it goes. Yeah. Well, there you uh, go. So we, we had another professional team here locally play. That would be racing. Had a yes, home game versus Gotham. Very professional. Who, Joe, the best road team in the league is mm-hmm. Gotham. 14 mm-hmm. points on the road this season so far. Yep. Uh, had an early chance as Sav played Kotlana over the top. Just saved 1v1. Mm-hmm. Uh, good save by their keeper. Uh, just... Lord Racing opened the account in the game, which is, I don't know what it is this season. We've had some truly odd passages of play end up in goals <laughs> at Lynn Family Stadium. True. So, Katlana's cross forces a save, which in the unscrewing scramble, maybe had a handball in the yeah, box. Right. And Savannah DeMello was the only player that didn't stop playing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she slots it home in the right corner. Yeah. She's the only, like everyone a, was waiting on the riff that, to do something, and Sav's like, I didn't hear no whistle. I was absolutely, that was absolutely, Joe, remember? It was like, handball, handball. No, it's not. It's fine. Everything's it's a fine. Goal. <laughs> it's a goal anyway. <laughs> I was just like, after, and, well, it, and that's following, in Scout's house, following the goal against KC where Franch sent it right to one of our players, mm-hmm. and then Sav scores it. Right. And I'm just like, what is it this year with just truly odd passages of play leading to goals? Mm-hmm. And it was just like I was waiting on the ref to like call it back for some reason because everyone just stopped. Right. And sh- and Sav's like, I didn't hear no whistle. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, there you score go. it. Mm. Uh, we double our lead literally at the start of the second half. Mm. Davis plays Kotlana in, and she scores with the keeper getting a hand to it. Yeah, man. Um, great cross. Great pass. Oh, oh, I mean, no, it was no, great no. pass. Yeah, yeah. It was great. It was a great just uh, you know through ball. Yep. And then Gotham nearly got one back. Sixtieth yeah. minute, three header back. What is it with three header back posts this week? Mm-hmm. O'Hara just sends it off the post. Mm-hmm. You expect her to finish those. Yeah, man. Great performance overall. Much more like their Challenge Cup form. Mm-hmm. Um, just a dom, not, not 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 so much dominant, but just very. Again, I love the word professional. Yeah, man. That's not a phrase we've said a lot with this team no. over the past couple of years. And you could just feel like if you could just every another step towards being much more confident. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and that's the thing that's really cool about it is you could see the confidence growing in them. And the belief that they could, you know, that they're going to win these games as opposed to, you know, we're up to nothing and, you know, we get a draw out of it earlier in the season. Sure. You know, sure. I, I was a little, you know, I, the execution of both teams was a little sloppy at times. And, and it's, yeah. you know, to this part of the season, you know, you, you expect a little more cleanliness out of the play. So, you know, all right, big deal. Both teams did it, I thought. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't the most um, poetic or artistic win uh, uh visually pleasing right exactly but so what yeah i mean you know yeah. they won that's all that matters to me well, and you know also in a lot of players the back of their head that women's world cup is exactly to flash. i was just going to say that is you that know. you know you know you've got players on every single one of these teams uh you know and uh i wonder how much of that plays into it 
you know, I, whether it's pressure to try to get noticed or I'm going to be playing in this, I don't really want to commit. To, exactly. It's just to it, get you my know, you know legs screwed up on a challenge here. And everybody's going to do that. So, um, I, I I I love the way they played through some of the chippiness because some of that started to get a little ridiculous. Not it wasn't awful. But, you know, that could have gotten a little – there could have been a little more scrum in that match if things had, had continued to go on, and our, and our team handled it well. Um, that's really all I got. I was so happy with the win. It's nice to get these wins at home. Oh, of course. <laughs> and also, you know, that leaves us three points back of Gotham for the last playoff spot. Right, right. And and that's, you know, we're, we've played ourselves in. And, and honestly, I haven't looked – I didn't look after the game before, but I think we were only six points out of, like – fifth or something you know the, the, it gets pretty tight after you get to eighth place so man keep on winning and climb that ladder i just honestly um, it's, it's great to watch this it really is let's see we got the table right here Here we go da, 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 da. um so yeah we are five points out of out of third to fifth there you go third to fifth is all at 20 right um so yeah everything's right there yeah um only team really out of it right now is kc well, Casey and Chicago are at nine and ten. Mm-hmm. Um, Angel City and tenth at twelve points. So yeah, there's a lot to still play for, and especially with how people are going to be out yeah, with man. the Women's World Cup and how teams deal with that. Yes, sir. There's a lot of shifting going to be coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a big chance this week on the road to play at North Carolina yeah. against the third place Courage, though technically third to fifth, whatever you want to say. Sure. Um, yeah, that's a big road game. Yes, it is. Um, that's where you know. You, you wonder, like, okay, what's the mentality here? Right. You want to go for the win, but at least you need to get a point. Get out of here. Get get that – you know, if they can get – if they could somehow manage that three, this thing turns into a steamroller. I really – Yeah. You know, because I understand that, you know, every team's going to be dealing with losing players. You know, you know, but it, I think our bench is proven in racing that they, they – there's depth there. And, I you know, I really think they're going to be okay. We'll see. And it's, and it's depth that is not national team depth. Right, right. So, yeah, every team is going to face this. Mm. And it's just going to be, you know, because the other key is going to be during that, that window is who stays healthy. Right. Because that's the least time you can afford any kind of injuries or not. Right. So. Joey, before we go on, I need a moment to revel in the sun here and gloat a little. <laughs> since we're talking. You mean, <laughs> since we're talking about You mean San someone Diego said and, something yeah. bad? Oh, yes. What? Does everybody remember uh, Casey Stoney? Uh, say, you know, uh, not playing uh, Alex oh, yeah. Morgan. Actually, I got since right we here. Were just talking. I, I did find it. Oh, okay. We didn't want to push her. We didn't know what the yeah. surface was going to be like either. Because you know, call- notoriously, we've come here and it's been a poor surface. Right. Because calling calling the stadium to get pictures of the pitch would have taken two days out of her precious life. But anyway, I'm reading this uh, directly. The national this was like Tuesday. The National Women's Soccer League announced today. Tuesday, that it had issued a fine to San Diego Wave FC coach Casey Stoney for comments detrimental to the league made during a post-match press conference on July 9th in violation of some dumb rule. Ha, ha. Actually, I, I'm not going to call that a. I'm not going to call that a dumb rule. I love that rule. That's all actually, of a sudden. Yeah, really. <laughs> I love it. All of a sudden, it I was, mean, mm, absolutely ridiculous to just. I don't want to wow. play this week. Yeah, take the week off. Go to go to the concert. I was a Taylor yeah. Swift or whatever. Absolute bullshit. Yeah. You don't. Re- that's a dis- It's disrespectful. It, Joey, if one of our teams did that, if they gave a, a player, a, one of our main players, off just because, and and then that player shows up someplace at a concert, and you're using an excuse, I would show that to me that would be less than professional to do. Well, I don't care. Well, you know, don't forget, 
Racing Louisville had this happen. Yeah, exactly. Remember yeah. Kansas City? Right. We right. had a goal fall on one of our players. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We didn't make as much of a stink as this woman did. Right. So I just, I'm, I'm just, I just wanted to gloat for a moment, folks. Yeah. I'm glad that yeah. she got the fine, and I hope, I hope there's. Oh, and they lost last week. I hope there's many more to come. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now we got our catch-all segment. Uh, just news that have come, that's come and gone. News announced today: mm-hmm. the Club World Cup. Right, coming to the United States in June to July, twenty twenty-five. That's tremendous, man. Uh, the expand it's going to be expanded to a thirty-two team format from its current seven-team structure. Right. Real Madrid, Man City, and Chelsea are among the teams that are that will be there for the expanded tournament lineup. Mm-hmm. The Seattle Sounders will be representing uh, MLS as the 2022 or not MLS, I should say, but North American champion. Right. Uh, the Americans should also get another entry as the host nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will just be a great dry run for the World Cup the, the year after. Yeah, man. So, great news there. Um, we've had some. We've had another famous foreign player comment on MLS. <laughs> First, it was Latan saying oh he wanted his God. goals discounted, mm-hmm. and now we have Gareth Bale. Yep. Said the atmosphere around the league is more relaxed than a lot of other leagues in the world. It's a lot more chilled. He said of his MLS experience. If you mm-hmm. lose at Real Madrid, it is like the world has ended. Right. You are crucified, you feel down, you go home, and you're not happy. Mm-hmm. They accept losing a bit more in MLS. <sighs> yeah, man. There is no consequence. You can't get relegated yeah. over there. Right. When you lose a game, you go on to the next one. Right. They accept losing a lot better mm-hmm. over there. Yeah, man. They know how to lose, but they celebrate every win like you have won the championship. <laughs> in terms of Messi, he will definitely enjoy it. I, Joe, he's not wrong about any. He's not wrong about anything. He is not. <laughs> you know, we he's ha- not wrong. When we we have we, how many times have you heard this phrase? I'm a Giants fan, New York Giants. I'm a diehard Giants fan. Okay, what does that mean? That means that every year the Giants play in the NFL, and you know every now and then they're pretty good, and you know they've won four Super Bowls. Oh, that's great. So for three <laughs> for three years there were just an, an abysmal bag of dog shit in in the rest of the world. They're playing in the XFL, and whoever's in the XFL, this 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 franchise thing is embedded in our in in us. We still love our teams, but to say that we're not soft versus what they have to deal with when they lose would be a lie. We are soft compared to what they have to deal with. Oh yeah, big time, big time. We are. That's just the way it is. We don't lose. See you next year. Look at this. Cincinnati's a great example. Three years of being an, just an absolute embarrassment, right? And now they're apparently they're 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 absolute force. They're, I think they're the best team in MLS or something like that. Yeah. So now you know, and then what happens next year? Well, next year they'll they'll drop down and whatever, and it'll be like, yeah, we'll see you next year. You know, there's yeah. there's this whole see you next year thing, yeah. and and um, you know, and, they, and there's yeah. such a it's such a swapping thing too. Like, who's good from year to year doesn't mean anything. No, I mean it's were, it's, it's were, so dumb. Like, if you ask me to name the last five or six MLS, I have no idea. Top I champions, I don't even know who won last year. Um, who won? I think did, last no last year was LA because Bale won it. Okay, so the Los, An- Los Angeles football I'm sure. people. Okay, so the Los Angeles football people won last year. After that, dude, I have absolutely no idea. I couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you anything about who's won those leagues. Nothing. I have. Yeah. I got nothing. Yeah. 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 You know. But if they don't care about us, why should we care about them? And, and that's Correct. that's that's something that they have to. Well, and Messi, themselves. Messi even said he wanted a quote more enjoyable day to day life. Right. Which meant in two ways it meant A, he won't be as recognized over here, right. and B, there's not as much stress in playing. Less pressure. Less you know? pressure and so, still making the cash. Yeah. Big so, time. So 
Yeah, everything Gareth Bale said was correct. Yeah, and then the only other thing I wanted to mention about any of that is, Joey, I wonder, I wonder, you know, there's rumors, I guess, about a lot of players that want to play with Messi. And watching MLS, you know, jump through hoops and juggle balls to see how they can break their own friggin' rules to bring other players. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so hilarious, man. Yeah, because oh, it, so literally, let's be honest, MLS is five or six teams. Yeah. Those five or six markets. Mm-hmm. Right. L.A., New York, Miami, those. And then, That's it. And then a couple of them, they're not, they, they, they don't do anything in New York numbers-wise. There's oh. nothing. Television, it's but, nothing. But it's so dumb because your best team in the league this year is, is FC Cincinnati, which right. still doesn't feel. Small, small market for just, that league. It just doesn't feel right to say. Well, it, yeah. But, but you you got to know MLS HQ is, is having a heart attack. Of course. Because uh, this is not a market. No. This is not what they want to see. <laughs> if they could, they set up MLS Cup every year between LA Galaxy and LAFC, right, right, or right. LAFC and the NYCFC. Yeah, man. You know, they would set that up every year of if they, they could. Would. I don't know, man. Anyway, because it's a business; it's not a soccer league. No, it's just it's terrible. <laughs> it's not sports. It's it's one of these sports entertainment. Yeah, man. Yeah, it is. So, what it is. It's funny. I thought it would be fun uh, to mention. Let's, let's talk about something more positive, which was the U.S. Men's Ooh. National Team wins the Nations League. Yeah, man. Uh, Chris Richards against Canada, I should mention first. Chris Richards mm-hmm. gave the U.S. the lead in the first half, had mm-hmm. her off a set piece. Yep. His first international goal. You know, good for him there. Yeah, right. Ex- right, right. Exquisite passage of play. Reminds you of this group's potential as mm-hmm. Reyna driving toward the box. Balogun points to where he wants it. Mm-hmm. Gio lays it on a platter. Yep. Balogun beats his man and calmly finishes it. Right, right, right. You know, hit the physicality, vision, and calm that Balogun showed there mm-hmm. was just awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, he beat his man to the ball, speed and physicality, mm-hmm. and then had the awareness and wherewithal to finish it. Right. He can only help us as he gets more comfortable and confident. Yeah. With this oh, no group. doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Can Can you imagine the space he he will avail? He will be able to open up right, for these right. attackers as the back line mm-hmm. has to really focus on a striker. <laughs> that would be nice. It team. would be nice. I know it's a novel concept. Right. 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 Um. <laughs> Second half was a good back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, U.S. having multiple attempts cleared off the line. Canada, nothing to shake your head at, but they just don't mm-hmm. have the sheer talent. Right, this right. USA exactly group does. what I have here. Go ahead. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, I love this game because they did not rely on Pulisic to yep. be the attack. Yep. Um, also, if you're Ricardo Pepe, you just can't catch a break. Yeah, you're not. Dude scores against Mexico, and then this game, Balogun comes out and scores a great goal, and all of a sudden. He's chopped liver again. Yeah, it's That's amazing. all everyone's talking it's about. It's amazing how that happens in this country. It's because American media, fickle. Yeah. But, um, yeah, great for the U.S. men's team. Another Nations League trophy, another trophy. Mm-hmm. Uh, very dominant fashion overall. Mm-hmm. Um, and as this group continues to gel, as this group continues to get comfortable with each other, yeah, that talent is going to keep flourishing. Yeah, man. So as well, long as as long as the guy in the office doesn't hold it back. Well. So well, I'll say to that. Well, so. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, man. The First off, I was I wanted to talk about Canada first because you mentioned it. I thought there were t- times that they played very they, – they played to their, their – uh, most of the time, ultimate capabilities. They just don't have the talent. They reminded me of, reminded me of us like 16 years ago. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like we would go up – there was a period of time there during Arena 1.0 where – they would go up against really good teams and they wouldn't lose because they weren't ready. They would lose because they just didn't have the talent, mm-hmm. you know? 
and you can't blame teams who put the maximum effort in if the other side just has better players and higher quality players. What are you going to do? That's just yeah. life, you know? That's what Canada reminded me of. Oh, and by the way, the best player on the pitch last that, that night was Davies. Alfonso Davies yeah. was the yeah. best player out there. And let me tell you what, a few it's going to take them a couple more cycles as they continue to push bodies into into playing that sport. They're just going to get better. We're going to need it. We're really going to need to sharpen that con- competition. Well, by because- the way, let's mm-hmm. let's not forget what Concacaf team won the hex, won exactly. the World Cup qualifying. Exactly. It was Canada. It was Canada. That's absolutely one hundred percent correct. So, and the more quality side we can get, the more we can get from them, the better. Because, I mean, when I see Mexico again, there was more stuff out in the news today. You know, or a couple of days ago, their coach is fired and. Um, it was done via social media poll. Right, which is just Joey. Jesus. You gotta be kidding me. It was done on WhatsApp. I mean, you gotta Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. insane. But that's that's the shape that they're in. Me are, thinking, are we sure this isn't an MTV show? I, like that's what Mex- Mexico is turning into right yeah, now. Yeah, it's 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 is like this pranked. Right. It's just and I hate to use this. I, was, I have a reference here and it was it's I thought of it and, and I and I feel a little un- uncomfortable because of what happened this week. But do you remember the last scene of the movie Titanic? Where the kid yeah. you know, sinks, that's what I yeah. see Mexico doing right now. Fair. Well, that's I mean, fair. You know, they're just, it's, yeah. they've, got, they've got a lead weight around them. This, this yeah. could be really bad, man, for them. I don't care. <laughs> well, no, no. If, if you want another, another example, right. there's the meme of the, it's a, it's a, used to be used a lot more of a dog sitting in a room that's on fire, a cartoon. Right, right, it's right. Just, everything's everything fine. is fine. Everything's good. Everything is fine. <laughs> That's Mexico, except you know on the inside they're yeah. the duck right now. Oh. Calm on the surface, but inside under the water, the entire oh they're going crazy. The other thing, it's caught it is caught in a whirlpool right now. And, and oh yeah, it's terrible. Oh, I mean, it's 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 the quicksand analogy. Right. The harder they try to do anything or whatever, the quicker they sink. Right, right. Just, you fire a coach after seven games makes me wonder what they're going to do, because um, you know with with Gold Cup coming up. And we're playing a bunch of MLS guys. Assuming, I mean, it looks like it anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah they right. have no choice but to play their best players. They have no yeah. choice. They've got to put their yep. best squad out there now. What happens well, you if you say they... that? But th- that's if those guys' clubs let them do that. That's too. true. That's true. That's you true. know. So I don't know, man. It's... Yeah. Well, speaking of I don't knows and national teams, mm-hmm. U.S. women's national team announced the roster yeah, for the women's World Cup, and man, there's some sketchiness here. There's a lot. Um, Vlatko is not bringing another striker than 33-year-old Alex Morgan. I don't get it, dude. I, that's Still a... one of the best, but, man, if she goes down at all. 33. That's it. Uh, Julie Ertz is in after a 610-day absence from football and still right. without a club. Still with, right. Um, other other spots, Racing's Savannah DeMello. Which is great for her. Becomes the third player to make a U.S. World Cup team. Did you see the without video? having appeared previously? Did you see the video on uh, on uh, yes. Twitter? That's that was oh, really yeah. cool. Yes, I mean, it was. Yeah, you know, fantastic for her. Terrible for racing. Yeah, man. And I'm gonna come out and say it. I wonder how beneficial this is overall. Because what's the odds she plays minutes? Well, I don't know. I, I hate to say it, but you know where I'm coming from when I say that. Right, right. Because it's it's not like they're they're not thick at a, you know they don't have a, plenty of players in, in in the midfield. I mean they certainly yeah. do. So fantastic for her, you yeah, know, yeah. and great for the franchise too. Right. That you know they that's she's been here the whole time. Right. That's where her development has come from. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Vlaco is playing a very dangerous game at center back. 
Mm-hmm. Sauerbrunn's out. Yep. That's the heart and soul of your team. Huge, huge. Naomi nice. Gurma and Elena Cook are likely to be your starters. Yep. A combined 39 caps. Yep, yep. Opted not to bring in Tierna Davidson, who has 48 caps mm-hmm. herself and has played in the 2019 I, World Cup how old and 2021 Olympics. That was my question. I didn't look up her age, and I should have had that here. I'm sorry about that. But I was wondering if there was an age thing there. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, at this point, though, doesn't matter. Someone's got a Tierna is 24. Right. Jeez, I don't think that's an issue. No, I think it's not you, at you all. gotta. I thought you was older. You gotta, dude. You know, you, you just older. lost one of the most experienced people in USA history. Well, that's on me. I had no idea. I didn't. I thought you was <laughs> you gotta have someone there. Oh, no doubt. So we'll see injuries though. At the same time, I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta play him a card there. Mm-hmm. Injuries have hit at the worst possible time between Sauerbrunn, mm-hmm. Mallory Swanson being the hottest player yeah. in the national team world, mm-hmm. going down. Sam Mewis, Katarina Macario, mm-hmm. uh, Lavelle made the roster but hasn't played since April. Yeah. You know, he's playing fast and loose with this roster in a way, but also his hand's been forced. Right, right. I'm due to the amount of injuries. I'm wondering how much you're going to lean on Rodman in this one. I mean, that that to me was the first thing I'm thinking when we start talking about attacking players. And, well, and I think her and Sophia Smith. You can't yeah. throw out the reigning, I'm right. sure the reigning NWSL MVP. Right, and we start talking about injuries. All right, you all that are, that, that are big fans of her can go ahead and get mad at me. What the fuck is Rapino doing on this roster? 37 years old dude uh, come on what is she gonna bring i it, i'm just hoping this is a locker room thing good and there's something there for that's experience all I, I don't know that's all i got i don't know if she's a starter i am very disappointed if she's a starter we got problems that doesn't mean she's yes. shit i'm not saying she's a shit player but she's 37 years old and she has lost a step there's no doubt about it. I think you're being generous on right. losing a step. But. And let's remember going back to the last World Cup where she was 33. And let's remember the match against Spain. She got roasted in that game, roasted by kids. And there are mm-hmm. some young lineups. You know, I mean, we can get in depth, you know, the next time we do this on, on reviewing some of the other rosters are going up against. This ain't going to be no joke. It certainly ain't going to be no cakewalk. Yeah. And there's some yeah. youth out there that's good. Oh, my God. Dude, I don't know. That's why I, I would not be mad if Vlatko embraced a youth strategy at this yeah. World Cup. Yeah. Throw our kids into the fire. You know, they've got a group they should be able to easily get right. out of. Oh, yeah. You know, the big yeah. game is going to be against the Netherlands, right. a World, or your World Cup final rematch. Mm-hmm. But you've got um, is it, uh, Vietnam and Portugal. Portugal. Okay. So there you go. Uh, no, yep. So Portugal's you know, they, up they, they, in, I don't know. And I, I know zero about Vietnam. But uh, Portugal is part of an up-and-coming group in Europe, so you know. So yeah, they should still be able to take care of business. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, um, please, easily. So, mm-hmm. speaking of business, yeah, man. I posed a question to you. Do it. If you could hypothetically make a trade mm-hmm. between Louisville City and Racing, sending players both ways to improve. Okay. Who would you do? Who would you choose? See, now the first thing when you ask a question like that is. Is this just taking the best player you possibly can considering the other side's deficiencies? Or are we really doing business here? Because, okay. like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trading Sean Tosh. Unless you're, you, of know, course. you know what I mean? Of course. But I'm going to take it, I'm going to take it as we, we need to move. Forget about the consequences to your side. Okay. All right. Okay. If, if I'm moving a player of the quality, and this is a little bit of a curveball because she's not playing, but it would be Nadia. Because we need okay. scoring. I mean, who, who? All right. You bring in a veteran that can score, and we yeah. really need that. <laughs> it's, somewhere, somewhere, Cam Lancaster is going. Hey, yeah, well, 
You know, I get your point though. I get your point. So, okay. what do you think from uh, what do you think from that side? What do you think from uh, from racing to Louisville? Who'd be the one player you? Would... I picked Ellie. Okay. Here's why I said wow. I said it gives, that is interesting. It, it gives Louisville City a quality center back when they are losing Josh and down Jordan Scarlett. Wow. Okay. And she yeah. has the versatility to help out in the central midfield. Right. Well, where good. there's kind of been a bit of a rotating door this year. No, absolutely. That's di- I thought about going Savannah DeMello to help ease the strain on Brian Ownby. Got it. But yeah. that would just damage racing too much. Right. And see, that's I'm, I'm not even thinking about who you're you – know, I'm just thinking about the one player on the one team that would help the yeah. other one out. I'm most. putting more of a realistic spin on it. Right, 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 right. We lose this player for this team. Right, 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 right. Okay. So okay. who do you have going to racing? I, it would have to be Tosh. If you're okay. if you're talking about zero impact, it would have. What team wouldn't want that kind of defender? Fair, no, that's fair. You know, I mean, yeah. because and that would and the one thing we've always talked about, Joey, the one thing we've always struggled with is that central defense and sure, you know, but, which is better this year. They're much is, better. Who this is going to be Abby Ursex's Robin? Right, right, you know, right, 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 right. Uh, so, right. excellent, yeah. But that would be. Um, I mean, once again, that's that, that's without considering. All right, you're losing. Blah blah blah. Sure, but a straight up trade. So if we're talking a straight up trade, Nadia for for, for Sean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a huge. That would be a, you know I would see that I I would think that because. Yeah, I think that would work out. <laughs> I think it would, but I think I think Lou City is taking the bigger hit. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but um, if, but if Nadia was healthy, if this was the Nadia healthy Nadia of two three years ago, okay, uh, it's pretty close. So you know what I mean. I, I went a I went a different direction. Do it. I'm picking either Paulo or Nile. Wow. See, I see to me. See, okay. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Here's why. I go the only area with racing that doesn't have a veteran to help out. Right. Is the midfield. Right. They have Nadia who can mentor forwards and Urseg who can you know strategize the back line. Mm-hmm. But the midfield, they don't have that veteran presence. Right. I picked Paul or Nile to help more so locker room and also help, you know, Jalen and Savannah take that next step yeah, as, yeah. as you know, they've already taken giant leaps already. Right, right, right. Um, right. I picked that because I, I struggled to find a Louisville city player that would fit. You know, you can go with the easy one with a toach or all that, but honestly, our mm-hmm. back line has played above expectation at racing. Right, right. So, you know, if I'm just looking if I'm just looking for a place where I think they could use some backup, some help, and some mentorship, mm-hmm. I look at that midfield. Yeah. You know, and if I was doing straight up, I mean, I could, Paulo would be a tremendous choice for that, right? Mm-hmm. But then, yeah. you know, then the fans, let's figure in the, the ire of the fans. Like, I can't imagine, the only way I'm trading Nyama Cape from Louisville City is if another team is offering Messi. Ronaldo. Mm, I don't even want that. And 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 uh, no, you know, good. Gold Palace for me. Well, again, again I was realistic. <laughs> I know, to an extent. I know, I know, I know. To an extent. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what I saw there. Was actually I had a harder time mm-hmm. picking the Louisville City player for racing. Oh yeah. You know. Okay. Right. right, right. Um, no, but that that Ellie, Ellie's a great idea. Odd. I understand what you're saying with Ellie. That's a, that's an that's an outstanding point. Well, that's good. That could be a great a great trivia question someday. But okay. You know, well, I got one for you now. I love trivia. I love trivia. <laughs> Who has accounted for the most yellow cards in Louisville City history? Wow. You know, I'm hard gonna, hitting. I'm hard gonna, hitting, both in terms of the action on the field to earn the yellow and in the question. See, he wasn't here long enough. I would assume Antoine Hopeno, but I'm going to go with Sean Tosh. Sean Tosh is in the top three. Okay. Okay. But is not the leader. Oh, wow. Okay. Just for he always seems to be. 
in the middle of Sharpie. Actually, most year, his highest year ever, he had six. Yeah, that's a pretty good number. He went four straight years having two. I'm trying to remember. It's how good of a defender Sean Toche yeah, is. Yeah, he's amazing. Probably a midfielder. Okay, go ahead. I don't know. Well, you were on the right track. Mm-hmm. Paulo Del Piccolo. Piccolo. Yeah, he, he has had a share. 40. Dear Lord. <laughs> 40 yellow cards. I had no idea it was that many. Come uh, on. He had man. a couple seasons where he's had eight. Jeez Louise, I had no um, idea. He's led us a couple seasons. Incredible stat for this for this trivia question. I was assuming it was Paco Craig because he mm-hmm. was a yellow card. Yeah, he, he was a machine, yeah. He got 29 in his four years here. That's a lot. That That's is a seven lot. a season. season. <laughs> including, it's got to be close to a record. Right. He had 12 yeah. in one season. Wow. That is ridiculous. He had That's 12? That's got to be a record. Oh, my Lord. And you see, I figure hoping, though, because he came out of the locker room with one hanging off his shirt. I, and, you know, well, it, but you also got to remember, he was not always a starter. Yeah, right, right. And he wasn't he wasn't so, here all that long. So, yeah, that's true. Man. Um, man also, according to bsoccer.com, Paulo Del Piccolo mm-hmm. has the third most yellow cards in USL history. Wow. Wow. Aiden Quinn is the most. Yeah. Oh, that, oh yeah. Paco there's no doubt. Craig is fifth at 49. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Quinn's not afraid to mix it up. That's one of the reasons. I've the always dude, been a fan pa- of his, man. Always. Paco Craig has the second least minutes in the top six. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's funny. Yeah, that, he's, yeah. He's, he's never been afraid to either. Also, it's fun to look at all these guys on this list and how many different team logos are next to their names. Right, right. Dane Kelly's just says, click to go further. Um, he only has seven mm-hmm. listed here. Right. Aiden's got six. Okay. Um, Paco Craig has the least amount of teams played for in the top 10. Mm-hmm. Two. So, there you go. There's your great trivia question and apparently comical moment. Yeah, man. That's fine. Um, yeah, it's going to be a, I hate when they do this. You got racing in Louisville City playing at the same, same time, time on Saturday night. Yeah, man. You would think the leagues would have some kind of awareness for a market like us that we cross over, you know, we have fans of both. Right, right, right. So, you know, hope to see everyone come out for the Las Vegas Lights game. Yeah, man. You know, home game, 8 p.m., later start time. Let's 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 make, let, let's make send Josh off, you know, big yeah, win, a lot of crowd noise. And, and you know, let, let's hope, you know, racing continues to play the way they have, keep their form up on the road at North Carolina. And I think that uh, with, a, with, with that North Carolina game, really, to me, I think the Louisville game's important because they've got to get three points at home. I mean, they need three you points at home. got to stop this yeah, trend this against bottom feeders right, right, right. in the West. But the, the difference for me for the racing game is if they can manage to pull this one off, they're off and running. I really I mean, least, I, Notice how I didn't say off and racing because that's just yeah, too well, easy. But um, yeah. I really, honestly, I, to me, that's going to be, that would, that would be, uh, Pretty amazing if they can pull that off. I think they go on a run after that. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, Joey, thanks again for uh, being a part of it. Yes, sir. Thank I, you. I guess I'll see you. Will I see you Saturday? Yeah, I'll be at the game. All right. We'll be at Scouse's house, and you can check us out in the uh, Groove Machine or check me out there and come say hello. And don't forget, don't forget, Joseph, you have to start moving around the stadium again. I know. I know. I got to start. I gotta, you know, I or did. Is that the, just racing games? Oh, is jo- that just racing? No, I think it's, it's well, maybe it, it, it is. Both, because like the last Hypoth- game, hypothesis, Joey, when, they, when racing scored their first goal, I swear to you, I swear on my soul, I was thinking, you know what? Maybe I should leave. Maybe I should move. So they scored and then we scored. So maybe it's me thinking about it and moving. <laughs> Joe, I'm, I'm missing an eighth deep? in my brain. 
I don't have enough cells left to juggle these I different hypotheses. <laughs> Let's pick one at a time, I hear you, and we'll bro. go from there. Yeah, man. All right, folks. Joey Cecil, all thanks right. a lot, pal. Thank you all. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of the Center Forward Podcast is in the books, episode number 73. Really want to thank you for listening. I want to thank Joey Cecil once again for his invaluable contribution. He does a wonderful job. And want to thank you. Man, every game now. <clears throat> Literally. <laughs> it's so cool. Somebody comes up to you and says, thank you. Uh, really appreciate what you guys are doing. And that's what we're here for, man. We're just here to have a good time. And we're here to talk about the teams and talk about the game. And hopefully you feel like you're part of that conversation. If you would like to be part of that conversation, the three C's compliments, comments, criticisms, bring them on, man. I, I mean, if there's something that you don't agree with, one of the conversations I had at the game was with somebody who was like, no, nah, man, you missed it on the uh, on the whole thing with Burhalter last week. And that's cool. That's the whole idea, man. It's, it's you know, tell me what I'm missing, and I'll tell you what I think, and I don't know if I'm going to change your mind or you're going to change mine, but the whole thing is to talk about it, right? You're always welcome to do that. Um, we do have some more uh uh, interviews lined up. We're trying to get that done, man. It's just a lot of work to do, especially with all the flux in my job situation and all of that stuff, which feels like it's going to get res resolved, but we'll see. Anyway, we are on iTunes, Amazon, Podbean, and Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share the love. Man, I turned 58 last Tuesday. You know what's funny? In my head, I'm still 16. Like, all the stuff that I laughed at in 1981, I think I was 16, I don't even remember. Like, in 1981, and all the movies and all the stuff like that, I still laugh at that stuff today. Probably even harder. <laughs> so, if in my brain, if I'm still a teenager, God bless me, because you got to look at life from a youthful perspective. I mean, we get so caught up in all this craziness. And I know life is tough, man. It's just, what are you going to do? Ay, ay, ay. And that's kind of where it's going. I mean, you know, the whole job thing not being worked out. and You know, it was supposed to be, and it kind of is, but it's not. Gosh, it's patience, man. I don't know about you, but I'm not very good with it. <laughs> I want everything yesterday. I don't know how you feel about that. But the whole key, man, for me, honestly, is, and it sounds, I don't know what this sounds like, but I'm going to do whatever I have to do to stay connected to this community if I can. Because I love being a part of it, just like you do. I know you love being a part of it, and we're both part of it. Or all of us. And I, you know, I can't imagine what this would be like, not being a part of this anymore. Do you? And all I want to do is make a difference. And when I say make a difference, I don't mean in a grand way. I mean, like, if it's in one person's life, that's fine with me, man. Hopefully you're doing the same thing, not just here in this community, and you're hooking up with people and meeting them and getting to know folks maybe that you would have never met in another situation and building bonds and making it stronger. Because I, I say this all the time, and I know it's boring, but it, it's the truth. The only way to change this planet and the only way to change this world, the only way to change this community and to change the people in your life around you or yourself is love. And when I say love, I literally mean love for everyone. Not just some people. You can put whatever qualifiers you want on that. I don't care. I don't put any on it. That's just the way I am. If you do, knock yourself out. 
I don't. The one thing that I love about all of this is that I've connected with people from every part of all the spectrums, that all the people in the world that want us to argue about, uh, get us to argue about it. I don't know. Gosh, I love you. I really do. Really looking forward to this weekend. Looking forward to the match tomorrow here in Louisville. We'll be keeping up with racing down in North Carolina. Get to play with my pals in the Groove Machine. Great job last weekend. Great job by everybody who went. <clears throat> Cherish every moment, folks. Come on. I love you. My name is Joseph Valla, host of the Center Forward Podcast. Can't wait to see you tomorrow. It's going to be hot. Hang in there. I love you. Bye.